Hello, hello, hello. This is Dr. James Etta, and you are listening to Reflect and Connect with Dr. James Etta. Ooh, I am here, and I'm glad to have you here. And alongside me today, I do have a special guest. Um, I decided to open up this platform to just have a discussion, a very candid discussion. This is just off the script. I just hit the button to say record and said, let's just talk through some things. So with me today, I have a special guest. Um, She has worked alongside me as my student intern. She is a high school senior. Uh, She is heavily involved in um, a variety of issues, particularly social justice issues, with her um, senior showcase, and she's done a couple of uh, presentations along the way uh, through middle school and even um, later on in high school. And so she's brought awareness to her peer group and also to others. She's participated in um, peaceful protests over the summer. And um, so right here with me, I have her. Her name is Sierra. And so Sierra and I are going to just kind of open up and candidly share about our feelings, our thoughts um, concerning the Breonna Taylor case. So let me help you to just, let me give you some background to help put it in context. We live in Kentucky. We uh, actually live about 30 minutes east of Louisville. Um, So we are right here in the thick of everything of what's going on. And um, it hits different when it's right in your face, in your community. Uh, The energy when you are coming and going uh, just through your day-to-day are the people that you're interacting with. And so yesterday, as the... uh, information was coming forth and it was breaking news, Sierra and I were together um, and we tuned in. We were actually in the car. And so we were able to hear it in its entirety on the local station because it was it was breaking news all over. And as it was coming out, um, I just automatically and immediately knew that things were not going to be, there was not going to be any justice. You know, there was a lot of fluff words, uh, legal terms to just kind of further confuse, you know, anyone that wasn't um, informed in that way. And I'm not saying that I am, but just the way it was delivered, I just started to really feel a heaviness on me. Um, we finally got to a place where I could park because then once it was clear what the outcome was of the Breonna Taylor case, uh, I was immediately saddened. I was completely numb uh, to the point that we just sat in a parking space for an extended amount of time because I really couldn't bring my my thoughts together and I knew I wasn't clear enough to kind of drive uh, further on to the destination of where we were trying to get to. 
Um, and so that was kind of what was going on internally inside of me. It was just really a numbing feeling. Uh, but then beside me was Sierra. And Sierra is a whole new generation. This is the next generation of leadership. And so I'm now going to have her to share her emotions, her feelings, as she was listening to um, the results of the Breonna Taylor case. Sierra? Hello. Yes, as you know, my name is Sierra. And so, just my thoughts on this. While I was listening to the case, when I heard it on the radio, I knew I didn't. I knew it was something that had to do with the case, but I didn't know that it was the trial. I'm. I didn't know the trial was going on at the time, but I'm glad that when we turned on the radio, we tuned in just in time for it. And so, honestly, the the trial it didn't. It didn't surprise me. The results, it didn't surprise me because it's just like, it's, justice is still has yet to be, we still have yet to feel justice in the black community. And so it's just like, when, when is it gonna, when is it gonna stop? You have, you literally, you have all 50 states protesting about Black Lives Matter and, you know, no justice, no peace. And yet, they are not, they're still not listening. Every single state in the country was protesting and they still weren't listening. So for them to now, for the results to be like this, it's not a surprise. And it's not. And it's just... It's it's really disheartening and just it's sad that it's 2020 and we still ha don't have justice. It just makes if anything it just makes me scared for the future for our future the kids that are going to grow up, that are going to grow up in the future like they're going to have to probably go through this still to the till this day until that day when it's the future or they're still going to go by because if it's not if they're not fixing it now if they aren't fixing it now who knows when they will fix it because we have been waiting we've been waiting and fighting for years and they still have yet to fix it or do one thing right just give us one ounce of justice Mm, mm, mm. And it's just it's just ridiculous. One ounce of justice. Um, you were really angry yesterday. I mean, I could feel it in your energy and we talked through it. I mean, we talked through it. We prayed through it. I cried because um, there was just so much emotion just welling up in me. But you said so yourself. You said that you were pissed. You said this makes no sense and it pisses me off. Cause it's just, it's just, it's just, it's, I'm speak like, I can't even put into words how I'm speechless about how disheartening this is. The fact that they charged the man for shooting a house, for shooting a bullet into someone else's a apartment, 
but he didn't get charged for murdering an innocent black woman who was in her bed sleeping. She was in her bed sleeping. And you don't know how many times since this, not just yesterday, but, um, you know, I guess since March, you know, since we all became aware of uh, what happened to Breonna Taylor and how things happen, how many times I have thought of my own self, you know, in my own room, in my own home, with my family, with my husband, and having a thought of if someone, whether they are authority or not, someone barging into my home in the middle of the night and just, and it just going to a place of no return. And it is truly, uh, that's the part that is so upsetting for me. And it's also the part that I know that there are generations that's going to come, you know, after me and even on and on that they will then be able to see and um, research and realize that this was happening, like you said, across the years. I mean, this has been a continuum, uh, yet the reality as I have seen it and life has shown me is that this justice system was never created or designed to provide justice for black people, for people that look like me, for people that look like Sierra, for people um, who are black, that the system was not designed to give us justice, that we're always going to come out on the other side um, without someone being accountable for attacking, killing, uh, lynching, hanging, raping, uh, stealing, you know, whatever, that there will never be any accountability when those injustices are inflicted upon us. And um, that's the part that really just had me feeling numb because I'm like, okay, Okay, so then, you know, what's going to happen to my children or to my children's children? Um, when here, I'm now living in a time where this is, and I hate that now it's become like a normalcy. You know, that some are just like, you know, this is what I expected or I wasn't surprised. And none of this is normal. This is not okay. I am not okay. And as a black woman living in this time and space. Um, my heart is heavy. My mind is all over the place. Yet, yet I hold on to my faith. Yet I will still trust him. And yet I will still garner up uh, a mustard seed of hope and faith that things will and can get better. Um, Sierra, do you want to add anything else? Because I know social justice is part of your uh, senior showcase that you're working towards. So do you want to share anything about how this is going to, you know, help play into that or how you're going to use this as part of your work? Um, yes, I am doing a 
showcase about injustice and injustice in this state. And yes, it's definitely going to tie into my work. The results of the trial, it will definitely tie into my work about how injustice, how unjust and inhumane it was mm, mm, mm. that they let they're letting they put a murder because yes he murdered Breon that man that police officer murdered Breonna Taylor and so they put him in jail just to say that they put him in jail and then let him out as soon as they post bail as soon as they post bail, they let him out, and now he's a free man. He wasn't even in there for a week. He was in there for a couple, for... A very short period yes, of time. Yes, for a very short period of and time. And he was not in jail for the murder of Breonna Taylor. He was in jail for shooting an apartment that was bought... Shoot, shooting a, someone, a neighbor's apartment. He wasn't there for shooting Breonna Taylor. And that is just so inhumane. You're... It's just like, it's just like, hey, you want to get away with murder? Be a cop. So, Sierra, I know that over the summer, um, did you participate in any of the local protests? You want to share something about that? I participated in a silent protest that was for Breonna Taylor. Mm -hmm. And you were able to um i think it was a group of you all that you all made a list of demands for the fraternal order of police you know just to bring justice i mean yes. these demands were not outlandish it's just you know we want justice if you did wrong then admit yes. your wrongness be accountable and then be responsible yes accountability is important and that's all we want is for y'all to be held accountable and y'all aren't doing that y'all aren't Y'all aren't being held accountable, and that's what makes us mad. That's why people are rioting, because y'all aren't being held accountable. And when we stay silent, or when we do it peacefully, y'all choose not to listen. Y'all listen, but y'all aren't listening. Y'all mm-hmm. hear us, but y'all aren't listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and then y'all get mad when we start riots, when it's like, being quiet wasn't getting your attention, so guess what, we're going to tear... We're going to tear stuff down because you weren't listening before, but now you'll listen when we start rioting. And so, Sierra, how can you encourage those? Because I know that you will turn 18 this year, although it will not be before the election. But this year, at the end of the year, you will turn 18. And so how or what message do you have for your peer group who are either already 18 or will begin or turning 18 soon. How what do you, message do you have for them? Go vote. Please register to vote. Please use your vote. I cannot stress this enough. Use your right to vote and go vote. You have seen how playing playing around with your voting rights, you've seen where that's got us and you see you see the outcome that we have. And We've been getting through this outcome for four years now, and so now it's time to get it's time to get back on the serious track, and have this country back in its all seriousness instead of getting laughed at all the time mm. due to the person who is in control of our of our country. Mm. So um, I want to encourage all of those, not just the 18-year-olds, you know, the 48, the 58, the 68, you able body, or even if you can't get out, um, please sign up for your uh, absentee ballot. 
please be informed about when your state uh, and your area is eligible for early voting. But the time is now. This is the time, this is the season, as Sierra said, to get serious about voting. This is your right uh, as an American citizen, as a registered voter. So please don't take it for granted. Please don't just uh, think that it's not serious or that your, vo your vote does not count because it does. So I encourage each and every one um, to get registered, to stay informed, get your absentee ballot, and just know where your voting poll is. Just all that information, go uh, to uh, your local clerk's office or go on the website for your state to find out all the particulars about your voting information because the time is now. The time is now. And even those younger listeners, uh, stay informed. Stay informed because your time will come around too and you will soon be 18. So now is the time to gather up the information to uh, get it to a level where you can understand it because you truly are the next generation of leadership. And so I thank you today for just tuning in. Like I said, this was just something we just decided collectively, let's just get on and just kind of share uh, what we were thinking and how this was affecting us um, with the Breonna Taylor case and everything that came out yesterday. And so I thank you, Sierra, for being available and being candid to just share your thoughts and your feelings. Well, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> You're welcome. And so uh, as we get ready to close out, let me hit you with uh, a reflective question. I want you to use, because the, the time to reflect is now. And so I want you to intentionally, intentionally set out time to consider what you can do to help right the wrongs. And I know that may seem like a really big and broad question. And we get so uh, comfortable in our little... Uh, boxes of of comfortability and we don't want to rock the boat but it really starts with you as the individual it starts with you with how you're thinking your attitude towards things are you just kind of looking past this and saying this has nothing to do with me that's not my community I don't live there uh, I feel sorry for you but you know I'm going on about uh, my life that you know is not interrupted by any of this or are you in a place where you are seeing things happening around you that you may not have been aware of before and that you are now wondering, where do I go? How do I um, make a difference? What can I do? And so consider that. Just sit with that and then use your voice among your community within your home. Start these conversations I mean, just start it small. Have it with just one person. Or, you know, just start having it with yourself to just really connect with how you're feeling about things. What is your attitude? What is your mindset with what is going on with all the social justice and the unrest, and the unrest that's taking place right now globally around the world? So reflect on that. And I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, 
about any of what we've discussed today, you can uh, follow me on social media at Dr. James Etta. That's D-R dot J-A-M-E-S-E-T-T-A. -E -T -T uh, you can find me on all social media platforms at Dr. James Etta. And then also uh, check out my website to learn more about me and my background at drjamesetta.com. That's D-R-J-A-M-E-S-E-T-T-A.com. I want to thank you for this time. I send light and love to you all. Until we meet again, I am Dr. Jamesetta, and I am on my path. I just want to leave you with uh, a few tips of how I am currently working through all of these emotions uh, because it's a lot. And so I am uh, constantly finding ways and learning to lean in what feels good. And that takes a lot of intentional work. And so these are the things that just in the last 24 hours is what I have done to just kind of help me balance my emotional well-being. Number one is exercise. I mean, whether it's a walk around the block or, uh, you know, doing some home exercises, I'm physically active because that movement helps me to process and helps um, to get my mindset in a good place um, on some level. So I highly recommend exercise. Hydration is key. Drink plenty of water. That helps your body. That helps your mind. It helps all of your, um, just everything. It's just so much benefits in drinking water. So I'm very conscious I'm very aware. I'm very aware that I need to be drinking water so I can be uh, at my best. Uh, I'm lighting candles. I uh, am burning incense. I'm doing things to also prepare the atmosphere so I can sit quietly with my thoughts to quiet my mind. Um, I journal. That's key for me. Whatever is... Um, in my head and whatever I'm feeling or thinking, I process better when I get it out on the paper. Um, so those are just some of the things that I have done and continuously do um, as I work through any kind of emotions. So I want to leave you with those are some small things. Um, you find the formula that works for you. I also get creative. I paint, I draw, I get back to the basics of things that you know can spark some happiness in me um, because I wanna tune in to the place of finding peace so I can process, so then I can prepare myself to move forward. So I wanna leave that with you as far as a few tips. You can find your own formula, but those are things that are helping me to um, get through this time and to just keep on keeping on. So I wanna leave you with that. Hit me up if you need any um, help or if you have your own suggestions, then please be sure to leave them here. Okay, thank you.